Hi there, it's Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast movie review. Got to check out Charlie's Angels last night. The movie was written and directed by Elizabeth Banks. I like her a lot. She's been in some some fun movies. I think she's a good actress. I don't know how much she's directed, to be perfectly honest with you. Um... I just thought it was strange that this big-budget action movie was written and directed by somebody who hasn't really done a lot of these kind of things. Um, The story was written by Evan Spiliotopoulos, I guess is his name, and David Auburn. They wrote the story. Uh, I did look at their credits, and they've written a bunch of meh, mediocre kind of movies. And then Elizabeth Banks is sole screenwriting credit, sole director. Interesting. Um, Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott... Ella Belinska play the Charlie's Angels. Well, Naomi Scott is a new one. Uh, she's recruited throughout the movie. She she plays a character who doesn't really know what's going on in the beginning and by the end becomes an angel, which is not really a spoiler. You kind of get that vibe from the trailer. Kristen Stewart, I, I don't dislike her as an actress, but I totally didn't buy her as a, a tough-as-nails someone who'd done prison time. <laughs> uh, I just didn't buy that, but she... She had some of the funniest lines in the movies. She did what she did very well. The action scenes were well executed. She did a lot of her own stunts, I read. Ella Balinska is a badass. She's 5'10 and pulled off all these. She's carrying big machine guns, and she's doing some martial arts, and she really pulled off her role. And Naomi Scott, as a naive you know, person whose eyes are open to this whole spy agency thing, did a really great job. Elizabeth Banks was in the movie as one of the Bosleys. Patrick Stewart, who I love, was one of the Bosleys. I like what they. a lot of the things they did with the, the mythology. Uh, Bosley is now like a... a, a a lieutenant. That's like a, a title, not really a name. And the movie does tie into not only the original TV series, but the two movies that McGee made. It just didn't come together. I, I don't know how better to say that. I will start with the good. The action scenes are incredibly well executed and well filmed. Elizabeth Banks, as a as a new director, great job on the action scenes, the car chases, the fight scenes, everything. There is a scene in the middle where they do this uh, masquerade game with the security team in a power station building, uh, and they all dress alike. And that was incredibly well executed and a lot of fun. There are some laugh-out-loud moments throughout the movie. Kristen uh, Stewart has some of the funniest lines in the movie. They all get some good uh, character arcs, some, some nice scenes. When the badass, Ella, who plays Jane, uh, is flirting with a, a they call the handsome nerd. Those scenes, very charming, very endearing. They saved a lot of the best stuff for the montage over the end credits. Uh, this were, these were some of the f- most fun scenes in the movie, and they all take place very quickly in a couple of minutes. Um, there's a few plot twists at the end of the movie that, sure, you might have been able to see them coming, but they were... I don't know. They were good plot twists. They just kind of just happen. And a lot of the movie just kind of happens. It One thing that McGee brought to the original movies was he has a great Michael Bay sense of action. Uh, a lot of A lot of the action jumps off the screen. While the action scenes were very well filmed, I didn't get any kind of oh wow factor uh, at all pretty much through the entire movie. I ended the entire movie by going, eh, (laughs) it's not a bad film. Uh, In a couple months when it's on Netflix and you're streaming it, it'll be over and you'll be like, eh, okay, 
you know, it's not a terrible movie. I really liked Luis Gerardo Mendez, or Luis. Uh, he plays Saint, which is a character that kind of takes care of the angels, uh, you know, trains them and, and outfits them. Uh, I thought he was brilliant, probably one of the best parts of the movie. Uh, Jonathan Tucker plays the assassin. I felt he did a pretty good job. He's on Westworld. They probably wanted somebody like Ed Screen, so he did the best he could, and he was good as as this kind of cold-blooded assassin. But overall, the movie just kind of, at the end of it, was like, oh, okay. Love the way it ties into the original series and the way it ties into the two McGee movies. They make no bones about that this is a continuation of that and that mythology and that genre. The opening scene that you see in the trailers is a lot of fun and well executed. And a lot of the movie is, like I said, well executed, well filmed, well shot, well made. But the whole movie just doesn't come together. At the end of it, you don't walk out of the theater and go, wow. You just kind of went, I don't think anybody in the theater hated it. And like I said, there are a lot of laugh out loud moments where the entire theater just erupted. And that, that was funny. You know, that, that, that was really good. Comic timing is pretty good. Um, but like I said, when it comes to the big plot twist and it comes to the things that we're supposed to go, oh, you don't. And I don't know whose fault that is. I, I, Elizabeth Banks overall did a great job directing the movie. It feels very professional. It, it feels very well done. I think possibly there was maybe some studio tinkering. Because things towards the end get really rushed, where they took their time in the first, you know, two-thirds of the movie. It really... But go back to the first McG movie. That one was more fun. It was more, I don't want to say explosive, but it was. It leapt off the screen with excitement. The second one had a lot of cringe-worthy moments and wasn't as good as the first one. This one has callbacks to those, but just doesn't... You know, I, 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 like I said, I did like what they did with the mythology, how they expanded things, how, how they integrated this story in with these stories that came before. But it didn't totally come together. I don't see them making another one. I don't see this team. It, when you're coming after two movies that starred Cameron Diaz, Lucy Liu, and, and uh, Drew Barrymore, who produced this movie, by the way, those were much higher caliber actresses at the time, I guess. You've got Kristen Stewart, who's made a lot of movies, but like I said, I didn't buy her as an ex-con. She just didn't... She acted the role very well, but I just didn't buy some of her background story because we'll just look at Kristen Stewart. You just, you know, even though she's got the, the short haircut and, and in latest interviews is wearing a baseball cap backwards and the big jackets and stuff, she just doesn't come off as that tough-as-nails action star. Where, like I said, Ella Belinska did come off as tough, and but she's also, stature-wise, five inches taller than the other two actresses. Overall, I would wait for streaming. I don't think you need to run to the movie theater to see this. In my theater, the the sound was a bit off. The front screen volume was not as high as the surround sound, which is kind of the... I noticed that during the trailers and during the AMC, uh, you know, welcome to the A-list stuff. I just noticed that the volume was a little off for most surround sound mixes. Usually you're blasted from the front screen and then in the background speakers just kind of fill in. This was quite the opposite. A lot of generic pop music is used for every transition in the movie. I don't think any of it was bad. Some of it was actually quite groovy, but there was nothing like established songs that you usually hear in these kind of movies that kind of pull you into the scene. They were just, okay, here's another female pop song. Um, 
that is going to mark this transition as we go to a different country. It was filmed all over the world, or at least it appears to be. Um, that was really cool about it. Uh, it's globe hopping. Like I said, a lot of the movie, there's some great moments, and it's executed very well. It just doesn't come together as a movie that you walked out of and wanted to go tell your friends to go see this movie. It was really, you know, I walked out of Hobbs and Shaw and immediately wanted to see it again. I walked out of Dr. Sleep and I want to go see it again. I walked out of Charlie's Angels and I went, well, I'm glad I saw it. And that's about it. So I would wait for streaming. It it didn't, you know, I don't know what the reviews... It actually... Before I went to see it on Rotten Tomatoes, it got better reviews than Maleficent, which I really enjoyed. thought that was really well done. This was well executed, well filmed. The story was pretty good. Uh, the plot twists were pretty good. It, it just comes across as meh, pretty good. Just not good, good. I, uh, it's not a terrible movie. It's not a memorable movie. That's unfortunate because there was a lot of talent involved and a lot of people I like and and some certain things I really liked about it, not getting into spoilers. But overall, I would wait for streaming, unfortunately. There you go. A semi-bad review. Like I said, not a terrible movie, just not a very exciting one, even though it's got some great action in it. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Uh, my website is therockfile.com. Uh, I've got more movie and music reviews coming, so please subscribe. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play. I'm also uh, in the podcast app on your iPhone right here at podbean.com as well. And um, check out the Patreon page if you'd like to be a supporter. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen, and have a superb day. Superb day.